0: All right, welcome to the Camp Sports Podcast. My name's Brody Dryden, your host this evening. Tonight, I am joined via telephone by Braden Bell, sports director of Blaze Radio up in Tempe, Arizona, our neighbors up north. Braden has a show called Running With the Pack, sports talk show centered around the Pac-12. It's on Tuesday nights at 9.30. You'll find that on blazeradioonline.com. Also follow him on Twitter, Braden underscore Bell. Braden, how are you doing this evening?
1: Very good. Uh, looking forward to a great game between U of A and ASU again. But uh, thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, thank thank you for joining me. Um, always a pleasure. <laughs> uh, so I want to start you off with a uh, question more around the overall season that the Sun Devils have had. Um, you guys have had a couple big wins, notably the number one. Uh, the win against number one team at the time, Kansas, also um, at home at Oregon. Uh, who would you say is responsible for the for those big, big wins? Why, why did um, ASU pull those off?
1: Yeah, if you look back at that Kansas game especially, it was kind of an odd game because nobody on Arizona State really played particularly well. I mean, late um, Rob Edwards got hot and, and then Remy Martin made a couple of big shots, but that's kind of the thing with this Arizona State team, and I think most of the teams in the Pac-12, and, and this conference being the way it is this year, so down, um, mm-hmm. there isn't really a star on Arizona State that you look at. I think this team is best when they're having multiple guys contribute at once. And mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Remy Martin, you look at Zylan Cheatham, those are two big names mm-hmm. and the two leaders of this team for Bobby Hurley, and obviously both of them will have to have big games against Arizona for them to pull off a rare win at McHale, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's sometimes the role players, the Rob Edwards uh, and the Kamani Lawrences and the Romello Whites that are really the guys that can put ASU over the top and make them a team that can compete and beat a Kansas or, uh, you know, take Washington down at home. Those are, those are the guys that can put ASU over the top, but then you look on the other side and you know, if those guys have bad games, it's the team that can lose to Princeton, the yeah. team that can lose to Washington State. So that's why they're so inconsistent. Is they don't have that one guy they can rely
0: on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually uh, my follow-up uh, to that question, Braden. Is does the responsibility, or you know, who is held responsible for those uh, wins? Does that change in the big losses against um, Princeton, and you know, more recently uh, Washington State? I know a lot. It's kind of a cliche thing, I think, you know, across all sports to you know point at the manager or coach. Um, so right. would you, you know, say some of those mishaps would fall more under uh, Bobby Hurley or still on those players?
1: You know, that's the interesting thing. When you think specifically about Washington State, even last week, that 28-point loss to Oregon, uh, that was that was a terrible loss as well. Uh-huh. The thing about this team is that it's everyone that takes the responsibility. And I know that, that's a good thing when you look at it, but you know, it leaves fans kind of yearning for whose fault really is this. And Bobby does take quite a bit of a blame after, after losses like that. But this team has big time strengths, the athleticism, the length, the depth, all strengths for Arizona state, but they also have a lot of weaknesses. And that's why you're seeing so much inconsistent play as well. And some of those, you know, inconsistencies and weaknesses for this team are the inability to shoot from outside consistently, the, inability to stay out of foul trouble and both of those things have hurt Arizona State as well. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint, you know, and I know this isn't really answering your question, but that's kind of something that's been, you know, talked about all year long is whose fault is it? And there really isn't an answer um, that's easy to give because it, it really, truly does depend on the day. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked tomorrow if, Arizona one by 20? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked tomorrow if Arizona State one by 20. Uh-huh. Um, it, it truly depends on what ASU team shows up, and, and it won't take long to see and realize which one it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt. And I um, would just like to pivot real quickly uh, over to coaching a little bit more. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, Brayden, uh, Bobby Hurley is not looked at uh, – in the most positive light down here um on, 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 <laughs> you don't say yeah at, <laughs> uh, um at the University of Arizona I just want to know somebody you know it's a little bias of me to say this but I think Bobby Hurley is overall um you know not the most popular coach among other programs even in the nation especially in Tucson so that's just a very biased statement <laughs> me saying that but um from an ASU student's perspective. Uh, What is your and, you know, the general consensus atmosphere uh, surrounding Bobby Hurley on campus? Okay, so
1: I'll I'll give you this. Uh Bobby Hurley is polarizing, and Bobby Hurley is a guy that you love to have on your side but you hate to face, Uh and that is what he is. Mm -hmm. And I think as an Arizona State student and as someone who covers the team, and I think if you were to ask anyone that follows Arizona State, we, you love what, what Bobby Hurley's done. And obviously there's been setbacks, state loss, the collapse last season and the inability to beat Arizona consistently. Uh-huh. But the thing that Bobby Hurley has done for this program that hadn't been the case since James Harden, and before that, since the early 80s, people talk about Arizona State. Mm-hmm. They talk about Arizona State. They're a popular team. Because of Bobby and because of some of the players he's been able to bring in, so he's revitalized and really taken Arizona State's program to a level where it hadn't been. And I think another thing that hasn't talked about enough is that realistically, Bobby Hurley is still very young in the life of a coach. Yeah, uh, he hasn't been coaching for all that long. He was an assistant um, for his brother, and then got his uh, job at Buffalo. Obviously, did a good job there. Now in his fourth season at, er- at Arizona State, so. He's going to continue to to develop just like anyone in their job would, as you know, as he continues to grow. And you know, you're obviously rated a little more difficult when you have a high profile job, and when you have had success like he's had at Arizona State. But he's a polarizing guy. He embraces the disdain Tucson has for him. He he loves it, and mm-hmm. I think that's part of what also makes it easier to hate is because you can tell he feeds into it uh-huh. and uh you know he's going to love taking the floor tomorrow McHale and you know his team's going to feed off all the uh gears and booze as well mm-hmm. now how they harness that we'll see but Bobby has done one thing and I think this is something that Arizona and Arizona State fans can agree upon he's revitalized the basketball rivalry and that's something that this and just quite frankly wasn't there for so long
0: uh-huh and uh Braden could you remind me what uh year you are in school I'm a senior. You're, yeah, so I'll be. I've been uh, covering the program for all four years of uh, Bobby's 10. Okay, so uh, did this did that win up in Tempe? Was that just extra? Spe- it, it pains me to ask this question, but I feel like <laughs> I have to. Um, you know, as, as a journalist here, um, that was ASU's first defeat um, of Arizona since 2015. How did that feel for you? Yeah,
1: I mean, it was one of those games that if Arizona State wouldn't have won, it would have been. Uh, top of Swallow, without a doubt, with mm-hmm. Arizona down this year. And um, if you think back to that game, the the Wildcats had really struggled coming into that game. So mm-hmm. it was, uh, you know, one of those games where it looked like Ryan Luther was going to carry U of A to a stunning upset win in Tempe. And yep. that would have been a big loss for Bobby Early. I mean, it would have been a game that you should have had. But yeah, that was the one that they needed to get. Before mm-hmm. that, they were always underdogs. Last year, even when ASU ranked third, yeah. Arizona had DeAndre Ayton, which made it a cheat code.
0: But yeah.
1: <laughs> this is this the game ASU had to have, and I think this one right here. Winning at home is great, mm-hmm. but ASU is favored, and they were almost expected to win that game. This is a game at McHale, a place where ASU has struggled forever. Mm-hmm. If they can win this game, this is the one I think can really turn the corner and give Bobby and the rest of this program a lot of momentum going forward.
0: All right. So, um, on the other side of coaching things, Sean Miller has been involved. Also, pains me to ask this question to you, but it must be done. Sean Miller has um, had his fair share of drama in the past year or so. Um, You know, if any, what's the um, you know mood around uh, campus up in Tempe regarding this matter? Should we expect some some more (laughs) you know dogging from uh, Sun Devil fans down here? Oh, the dogging will never stop, but that's
1: just because it's easy arsenal right now. Yeah. And that's the rivalry, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, the uh, grief is given both ways. But for me personally, um, you know, if you, if you look at the Sean Miller saga, if you will, I think it's kind of all the same around the national media right now, and I personally kind of feel the same as that, and obviously probably a different viewpoint than in Tucson, but I'm just waiting to see what ends up happening, because it almost feels like we've been in this limbo for a year now, obviously, the Schleybaugh story and how that was false and the wiretap, you know, uh, the, the supposed wiretap and all of that, and yeah. how that was a big scandal. And, and now we're hearing about Coach Miller being subpoenaed and, and all that comes with that. And so, for me, it's like I've been hearing about this for a year. I've been hearing that, oh, he's, he's done. I've heard that three separate times, mm-hmm. and and nothing has happened yet. So, it's to the point now where it's will anything actually end up happening as it continues to uh, grow and grow. And I almost start to doubt that anything will happen because he's he's made it this far. So,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, it is definitely going to continue to be talked about, mm-hmm. and that's the heart of a rivalry. I yeah. mean that that won't stop. Yeah. Same with forty one forty. It's just going to continue to be brought up, but. Uh-huh. That's the beauty of a rivalry, and and I'm interested to see what ends up happening, Mm -hmm. because obviously a high-profile coach and the future of Arizona's program, Mm -hmm. it's in a very interesting state right now with where the program is.
0: Yeah, it it sure is. And um, now, Braden, I I will cut right to the chase. ESPN, um, you know, obviously coming off the Sean Miller uh, topic, uh, can't be viewed as totally reliable, but... Um, they are giving Arizona the 56% chance uh, to win. Obviously not overwhelming, uh, but Braden, uh, from your perspective, how is ASU going to march into McHale and take the victory?
1: Well, it's going to have to be balanced effort, kind of like what I told you earlier. I think a key uh-huh. to this game is going to be, first off, a quick start. Uh, senior day tomorrow in Tucson, a lot of emotions, and I think you know the fans in Tucson are always phenomenal. I think this is a game that not only are you playing your rival, but you've had your worst year in a long time, and I, I truly think that the fans are going to rally behind this team tomorrow mm-hmm. and try to push them over the edge against Arizona State. So a early start is imperative for the devil. I'm going to so get the crowd out of it a bit. Um, the rebounding matchup is big. Obviously, Arizona State's a great rebounding team, and when they rebound the basketball well, they have a lot of success. And then the other two things, a player. And a stat to watch, if Arizona State shoots from downtown mm-hmm. over thirty five percent. Forty percent I think they win the game. If okay. they're at thirty five percent, I think Arizona State has a good chance of winning. And if Rob Edwards has more than fourteen points, mm-hmm. I think Arizona State has a good chance of winning. Because when Edwards is going, that spaces the floor and makes ASU much more dangerous. But you know, it's it's like I always say with Arizona State, I I say it on every post game video we do. Mm-hmm. Who knows what this team is? Yeah. Who knows what they will bring? Yeah. They're impossible to predict, and it, it should be fun. Uh
0: huh. And that was actually um, a follow-up question. You've mentioned Edwards now um, a few times. Uh, are there any – you know, it's a little late in the season. Uh, everyone's kind of shown their, their true colors, you know, a, a lot a little late in the season. It's the end of the season. Um, everyone's shown what they can do, but is there um, – you know, if it's Edwards, that, that, that's fine. You've already uh, mentioned him, but is there a certain underrated player uh, that you've, you know, haven't you've seen have that hasn't gotten um, enough recognition or something, and maybe even down the road for next year, um, an, yeah. under, an underrated player?
1: Yeah. So I'll give you another one. Obviously, Edwards will be back. He's a junior, but I think another player that could have an impact tomorrow, and it's it's a risky prediction. So don't mark my words on this. But the most emotional player on Arizona State's roster and a player that Arizona, State or Arizona fans will love to hate, Tayshawn Cherry. Mm-hmm. Uh, freshman, extremely emotional, wears his heart on his sleeve, a good three-point shooter, can stretch the floor for Arizona State. He's been battling a couple of health issues, uh, didn't play the majority of the Oregon State game, but is expected to play against Arizona, and he can really provide a big factor off the bench for the Devils. Uh, spreading the floor, shooting the three, and also just kind of being a pet. Defensively, he's not as good as Remy Martin, but he can kind of be a similar, bigger version of Remy, always in the face of the person he's defending. He he isn't afraid to talk smack Mm -hmm. um, and and do that as well. And He is one of those guys that can really energize Arizona State when
0: he's on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And so, uh, is there anyone on the other side of the ball? Anyone um, on Arizona's uh, squad that you're scared for um, <laughs> a- a- ASU to go up against. Well, Ryan Luther. Please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Luther had uh-huh. a outstanding game. The game of his life
1: against ASU, that's kind of a running joke between the rest of the student journalists up here. Is the Ryan Luther game? That's what we call uh-huh. the uh, Arizona State Arizona game from earlier. But no, I I think that. Obviously, it's been talked about plenty, I'm sure, by you guys. The struggles mm-hmm. and inconsistencies Arizona's had, but at the end of the day, it's still a talented roster. Yeah, It's not your usual Arizona roster, but it's still a roster that's capable of winning basketball games. And then you add in the motivation factor and the emotion factor tomorrow, playing your arch rival in your home gym, that there isn't one specific guy on Arizona that shines above the rest.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but I do think that it's it's a team that's, obviously dangerous and another thing that i i think needs to be addressed is we could still be looking at a third matchup in vegas uh-huh. um, so that's that's another thing to kind of keep an eye on tomorrow if you're arizona state or if you're arizona for that matter yeah no that could that, this matchup happen again
0: you know yeah and that, that's a great uh segue into my one of my final questions here for you uh Braden. looking past um uh, this game against Arizona, ASU currently sits at number two um, in the conference. Uh, what would you say, is what's your expectations uh, for Arizona State come uh, tournament time?
1: So yeah, they're locked in the two seed right now. Tomorrow's game won't change that at all against Arizona, but going to take on the 7-10 option. The Stanford losing to Cal, it looks like Stanford will be the 10 seed. That seventh seed could basically be anyone. It could be U of A. It could be Oregon. So I think the big thing, if you're Arizona State, you do not want to see Oregon. <laughs> you do not want to see Oregon in that 710 matchup. That's a team that gives Arizona State a lot of troubles, oh. matchup wise. But I think overall, realistically, kind of just like the entire tournament as a whole, who knows uh, what will happen in Vegas. If the Pack 12 is wide open. Obviously, Washington's the favorite, but they've even shown that they're capable of being upset, of course, losing a cow last week. I think for Arizona State, they need to win at least one game, sitting on the bubble. If they beat U of A tomorrow, then I think they're they're pretty safe mm-hmm. um, heading to Vegas, especially if they win one game. But if they lose to U of A, they're back on. Uh, if I had to give you a prediction, I would say they probably will... Uh, I'd say they... All right, I'll, I'll be bold. They, they may get to the championship, they'll lose in the championship, uh-huh. uh, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them lose in the semis as well. I think they do get one win in Vegas, but... Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun tournament, yeah. you know. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see Arizona make a run at it. They'll yeah. have Mikhail North up in Vegas, so, yeah, you know, always always a great team in Vegas. So it'll, it'll be a fun tournament.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's the thing. This tournament is um, so up in the air compared to uh, previous Pac-12 tournaments. I'd say, you know, I, I, it pains me to say it again, but I'd say this is probably uh, the year ASU um, could steal one in this in between yeah. uh, kind of year for Arizona. Um, now to wrap up, um, for the last question, um, of the, the night I would like to, I, I I didn't tell you this. I don't know if you're, um, a big shoe guy, but I like to think of myself as somewhat a big shoe guy. And, um, I wondered if you had somebody, I I know ASU got those kind of, uh, cool James Harden, um, Adidas shoes earlier this year to kind of pay tribute, uh, to him. Is there anybody that stands out to you as somebody with the best shoe game on the team? Oh, man, yeah. The Arizona State's gotten spoiled. Adidas has hooked up
1: ASU, and then obviously the partnership with James Harden. Yeah. A couple of guys to keep I like this question. A couple of guys to keep an eye on. Remy Martin.
0: Okay.
1: He's been rocking those laceless Adidas. Mm-hmm. They're interesting. Uh, black laceless Adidas. Mm-hmm. They're, he's worn those past two games, I think. Luke Dort's always rocking those neon shoes, mm-hmm. uh, but those have kind of gotten old. Yeah. I think the uh, best shoe game was Nylent Senior day, he had a pair of uh, the Hardens, the new Hardens, and he had uh, a local artist here in Phoenix uh, basically come up with some custom designs. Uh, There was a Z on the back, 45. uh, Zyla always plays a lot of swagger, and and his shoe game is very strong.
0: Okay, awesome. Uh, Well, that uh, concludes this interview here on the Camp Sports Podcast. That's Braden Bell. Sports director of Blaze Radio up in Tempe. Tune into his show, "Running with the Pack," Tuesday nights at nine. Thursday, or excuse me, Tuesday nights at nine thirty. Uh, find that on blazeradioonline.com. Also follow Braden on Twitter, Braden underscore Bell. Braden, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, and uh, let's let's root for a close game tomorrow one. <laughs> yeah, a close one. That, that, that's what I'll, I'll go for. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. Yeah, no problem.